0: Welcome to the Ben Robinson Show. How <laughs> long you waiting to say that? Welcome to this week's McKinnis Marketing video guys. Today we are gonna talk about special assessments and special levies uh, a little bit more in detail. So what a special assessment and a special levy is, is very common
1: when you're living in stratified properties, uh, an assessment is, as it sounds, an assessment of cost for repair typically. So if, for example, there is a roof leak in a building and it's been patched a number of times as the leak appears over the last couple years and it's no longer economical to continue to patch, they're gonna assess to replace the roof. So when this happens, they've got two options to get the money for the replacement. Uh, The first option is go to the CRF or the contingency reserve fund, uh, which is like the building savings account. Percentage of your uh, strata fees goes into this, among other things, uh, to build this account up. They can pull the money out of that. And uh, the second option is for them to assess the owners in the building to pull new money in to the building to pay for the repair. So the assessment is uh, how much money the total uh, repair needs and then they will break up by way of unit entitlement the assessment fee to each owner and just to be clear the, the this decision is made by way of three-quarter vote by you and all your fellow owners in the building so you do have
0: say in which direction this uh, money comes from yeah so as as that vote goes you will you'll will vote whether all of the funds will be taken from the reserve fund or it's all gonna be special assessment and a cost to the owners, or it could be a mixture of the two as well. And these are all people who are also owners who are all in the same circumstance as you, so it's not kind of like the big bad wolf of like a management company who are just trying to get money from you at all. You'll have that vote that uh, along with the cost of your unit entitlement as well. So if somebody's maybe double the size of you, it doesn't mean that it's all gonna be split evenly and you're gonna pay that price as well and they are double the size. So it's important to note, guys, this is only for stratified properties. And as if you've been watching our videos, you'll know a stratified property can be two properties or more. Um, but this is always going to happen when living in a strata. It inevitably, it will happen. You're never gonna buy into a building anywhere that's not gonna charge you anything ever there's never going to be a special assessment, there's never going to be a special levy. This type of thing always comes up. So it's not something to be afraid of, it's just something to be aware of. And how that pertains to you as a, a seller, and when you're selling your property, there are certain rules that come about when you're selling your property, what you're responsible for, if there's a special assessment slash levy coming up. And then on the other side, from the buying side, there's also some rules as to what you'll have to absorb in terms of cost and and, Things you need to essentially look out for in the long run. So, I mean, starting from the seller's standpoint.
1: So, if you're selling um, anything that gets voted on before your completion day, uh, is your responsibility. So, if uh, I can't make that
0: any (laughs) clearer. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and even if, let's say, let's say you're buying a property and there's a, a tenant in there right now, or you're selling a property and your tenant is in there right now. You sell today. February 14th, February 14th. but you're not actually going to complete that contract until the tenant is out, so you don't take possession and completion of this property until May 1st. Although the property technically sold today and subjects were removed today, if a vote happens before that completion date of May 1st, that is still down to the current seller to pay it, even though subject have been re- subjects have been removed and confirmed.
1: So typically the easiest way to think about it is whoever is on title when the decision to let's say assess for for further money uh, gets decided is who's responsible for that cost. Yeah. So if you buy and Ben's circumstance May 1st happens and then May the evening of May 2nd uh, there's a catastrophic event and uh, they need money and there's a vote you are responsible
0: as the new um, buyer. Yes indeed you usually find a bylaw as well um, that will state that all of the fee is due um, from the current owner of the property so even if it's like a $5,000 fee and they're going to take it in two or three installments in six month periods of time you are still due to pay all of those. So then on a buying side of things completely flipping it on the opposite when you purchase into a property if there's something that's already voted upon hasn't been paid yet but has been voted upon that's not going to fall down to you that's going to fall down to the current seller but alternatively if there's some big work which is maybe coming up which has been mentioned and discussed likelihood is is you're going to be responsible for that after the completion date even though it's been discussed in say the minutes or a depreciation report as well
1: but not voted on so, uh, for example, again, if today the vote happens and I'm the current owner and the uh, staggered payments for uh, the assessment are over the next three months and Ben is the buyer and he we complete in uh, 30 days, uh, there's obviously those outstanding payments that all gets... Uh, gets brought together in the statement of adjustments, which you'll deal with with your notary or lawyer uh, at the end of the real estate transaction. And I, as the seller, will pay uh, for those fees, even though they're beyond the date that I uh, I still own the property. Because the vote has been done, the decision's been made, uh, I'm responsible for all
0: payments, no matter how far away they go. So a lot of the times guys as well in these documents you'll see or in these minutes if it's been proposed and discussed you'll, you'll see like a one-off fee which is usually like a total cost so if something's like $200,000 you are going to see that and essentially panic but always remember it's going to be split into unit entitlement so it's not going to be you paying $200,000 yourself so a lot of the times there's concern and worry where there doesn't need to be but as long as you go into this knowing that this is gonna happen at, at some time. Like we said, you're never gonna not come across this if you're living in a strata property. Of course, for a house, you're responsible for all of your own repairs and replacements.
1: Yeah, and well. just for some clarity on that last point, uh, it gets charged out during unit entitlement. So if there are 10 units in the strata and they were all the same size, they're all 600 square feet, then everyone's uh, assessment fee would be the exact same because everyone's unit is the same size. Uh, The percentage of livable square footage in the entire building that you own is your unit entitlement. So if there's a building with 200 units and they've got 2,000 square foot units and 400 square foot units, it's the total percentage of that total livable square footage in the building that you own in your 400 square foot unit. So it's gonna be substantially cheaper for you, the little guy, than the big penthouse owner that owns all that square
0: footage. Exactly, exactly. So that's us. It. We're out, guys. It's freezing cold. We need to get into the warm and get some coffee. And um, thank you for watching. And we'll see you next week. Happy Valentine's to all of you. And uh, please drop us a review, subscribe, and also Comments. follow us thank on you. social media. yeah Thank you, guys. till next week. Have bye. a good day. Bye bye.